Good night, boys and girls. Kindly stand for our national anthem, Around the Veen. Good night and safe home. Thank you. Yeah, the Wolf Tones with their own version of our Ron Levine. Across the pond in the UK, some Tory MPs are putting pressure on the BBC to play God Save the Queen daily for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. In response, the BBC said, well, listen, we can't play it on BBC One because it doesn't actually stop broadcasting. It rolls over into BBC News 24. But what about this side of the pond? Well, Henry McKean has been investigating, speaking to historians and the public. Henry, what have you found? Well, Kieran, here in Ireland, we used to play the national anthem from 1926 onwards when RTE went off air or went to bed. I spoke to RTE and they said they've stopped playing it about 20 years ago. Uh, similar because they keep going through the night. Here in News Talk in 2002, 20 years ago, we used to end the night on Hero by Enrique Inglés at, uh, at close down. Um, but now, like most places, we go all night long. And I admit, I'm a bit like Mick McCarthy or Greg O'Shea. I'm very late learning the national anthem, and I have to learn it phonetically. I ask these people <laughs> if they know the words to the Irish national anthem. No, it's terrible what I don't. Not at all? No. <laughs> How come? Um, I think it's because it's in Irish. I like. I'm not too sure. You're from Croatia. Yeah. Uh, you grew up in England. Yeah. And you're now here in Ireland two yeah. years. Do you That's know it. the English national anthem? Do you know the Irish national anthem? I don't sir, no. You not don't know either. No, I don't know either, sir. Could you have a go? Uh, I could try. Could you tell me the words? You moved over from Pakistan 11 years ago. Do you know the words of the Irish national anthem? Uh, no, I don't know. No, do sorry. they teach it in school? Uh, yeah, they do teach it. Yes. But they only, uh, they only teach uh, a little bit of it, not a lot though. Can you try and sing it for me? Nah, <laughs> Sheena Fina Fall, that's pretty much all I know. Maybe the verse, Sheena Fina Fall, a coffee all a garen, we there too. And what does that mean um, Soldiers are we. I am proud of it, yeah. But no, we don't sing it as much as we would have done when we were younger, you know. But now it's not played as much, No, it and be? it's not played in pubs and discos I remember going to where it would be at the end of the night. So in the nightclub, if you were in Poppet or any nightclub, it would end I think on so. the Irish National Anthem, um, the lights would go on. Just, yeah, I think to reinforce this is who we are, we don't all have to be the same, you know. It's a cultural thing rather than a Republican thing, I think, you know. Can you have a go for me? No. <laughs> I remember we used to sing it in school. Um, and it was written on the blackboard at the time, but that's how primary school we're talking over 35 years ago. Can you have a go for me? <laughs> no, I won't, I won't. Would you I... sing it at sports games? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pretend to. I believe the Irish language has just become a national, uh, recognised... In Europe, Yeah, in Europe. So yeah, I think, yeah, we should put a more, more effort into it. I know down the west you would get a lot more people that would know Irish and you know things come back to you as well I've often been down Westmead or something and the shopkeepers speak Irish to me and it's like instantly it comes back to you you know you do reply so when the national anthem comes on at a sports game do you stand up do you try and sing do you hum I don't watch any sport at all I'm not interested in sport you're wearing a face mask with an Irish flag on it you must know the words to the Irish national anthem surely I don't, honestly, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather be sang in English. 
God, Henry, that's amazing how few people actually knew the words. Do you know the words? Oh, oh, Kieran, you have to help me here. I have to be really, really (laughs) honest with you. I don't know the words and I am slightly ashamed. I'm going to have a try. I'm going to have a go. And I know I'm going to get vilified and trolled for this. Uh, Sheena Fina Fall, Atwa Gaelag Aaron, Buenda Slua. And I'm going to stop. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know the words and i even got a text just there from uh jean carney in um in cork and she said um she's laughing uh, uh her grandfather was Paddy carney uh, and she said the royalties uh, obviously he wrote the song all those years back only stopped a few years ago and you're right i do not <laughs> know the words and just like those irish people those born and bred irish people and people who've moved here in recent years um they they can't pronounce the words they don't know that know it obviously you know it very very well i met historian lorcan collins who runs the nine 1916 Rebellion Walking Tour and the Revolutionary Ireland podcast. Well, I would have thought most people of my vintage know the words. We learned it in school. I went to the Gale Talks. We sang it every night when the Cayley was over. We had a rousing uh, uh, sing-along to it. So for me personally, I love the national anthem. I love Vauron Naveen. I have a confession to make. I don't know it at all. Like Mick McCarthy, I'm going to have to learn it phonetically. But I can learn it if I try it, can't I? I don't think that's a big problem, Henry. I think it's a very easy tune uh, uh, to sing along to anyway. So even if you don't know the exact words, you can kind of mumble them along. I have a confession to make that I know the song much better, Oscailga, in Irish than I do in English. I'd actually have to almost have a translation in English if you wanted me to sing it in English. Because it was a soldier's song and, and when it was first written, um, people sang it in English and in Irish, didn't they? Absolutely. Well, really, the first Irish translation isn't really till 1923. So when they were singing it in the GPO during the Easter Rising, they were singing it in English. Now, it's possible that uh, Limo, uh, Limo Rin, who uh, translated it, started the translation when he was in Frongok, prisoner of war camp. But really, it's not till 1923 till it's published. All right, the historian Larkin uh, Collins, at least he knows it. Did you meet anyone else, Henry, Joe Public, who actually knew the words? I did, but it took me a while. It took me a great long time in the snow and the sleet. Uh, Most people didn't know the words, but I also asked them to try and sing it. Bring it back. It was always, even in the bingo halls years ago, it was always in the bingo halls at the end of the night. It was in the pubs. Okay, not discos. It's too messy at a disco. And not everyone is Irish as well. And not everyone takes it seriously. No, absolutely not. And they don't even know. Some of them wouldn't even have a clue what it means. Whereas the minute we hear it, we automatically stand up. So you're proud. You're a proud absolutely. Irish lady. Absolutely. I wouldn't go out. The first thing I learned my children was the national anthem. So you know the words. Absolutely. The whole lot. And I know it in English as well. So can you sing a bit in English mm. and in Irish? Soldiers are we. No, I can't be giving you any more. You might fancy me now. <laughs> My name is Kenneth Kelly from Kilmical Crows. Yeah, played Gaelic football 20, 28 odd years. So, yeah, it was sort of nearly indoctrinated into schools, colleges, Gaelic football. And, and did you go to an Irish speaking school? No, but I, my best friends in sort of sphere would have been in Clawstone, so you know so, it would have been a proud, so, proud moment at a, <laughs> after events or whatever. So you know every word. I do, and I'm not singing it. <laughs> um, yeah, I do know the words of the song. It would sound very old-fashioned now to be playing it. It used to play it at the end of the cinema, and they it, played it at the end of the film. Yeah, they and, and the television ended up with it. The sentiments of it are terrible. Really, is I don't think they're appropriate for the time. 
but um, I saw a new song might be good. I think Ireland's Call would be a better choice, yeah. So you like Ireland's Call, you know the words, you sing that? Yeah, I know most of them, yeah. Yeah, all right. Somebody mentioned there and Ireland's Call at the end. I mean, of course, Phil Coulter, I think, wrote Ireland's Call. Mm. Uh, we play it because there's there's people from the north who don't identify with their Ron Devine or the tricolour uh, uh, and hence we have this extra song. I know it's kind of a fraud area. I'm not a fan of Ireland's Call, but I understand the need for playing it. I mean, is there an argument, though, you could just sing a Ron Devine in English like that lady started the thing before yeah. she, she worried about your fancying her? And you're right. I mean, it could be far more inclusive so everyone f- would feel involved. I put that question to Lorcan Collins, who runs the 1916 Rebellion walking tour and the revolutionary Ireland podcast. Here he is. Personally, I don't really like that song, Ireland's Call. I think it's kind of uh, an awful old song. I'd, I'd hate if that ever became the national anthem. But um, I think, you know, it's easy enough, as you say, to learn it phonetically. We have to be careful as well in not making the mistake that um, the the tune that's played when the president appears, that's not our on Naveen, that's uh, the presidential salute, which is the first couple of bars and the last few bars mixed together. Maybe the president appears and the band strikes up uh, the presidential salute and everybody starts singing along, you know, and then it doesn't last long so it's just uh, it's just a, a, a smaller version of it you might say out of respect yeah do you think we should perhaps follow uh, what they're doing in the uk um, getting behind the national anthem getting a bit jingoistic well yeah i mean yeah of course you have to be very careful about jingoism as well and clearly the um uh, daily telegraph or tory graph as we used to call it uh, wants to kind of uh, get people behind uh, britain and make britain great again and what have you but i don't see our national anthem as being anything but a great celebration of our uh, attempt to fight for freedom as well uh, patter carney of course uh, a great republican and of course the uncle of uh, brendan behan as well so from good stock the man who wrote that song Tell us about the words the Irish public do know. Well, I think the first line most people know, Shinna Fianna Foyle. And, of course, it, when Patter Carney wrote that, uh, there was no Fianna Foyle political party. But later on, uh, de Valera in 1926, when he founded the Soldiers of Destiny, he chose the phrase Fianna Foyle from the anthem. So there was an attempt to change it over the years to Shinna Lecra Foyle. We are heroes of destiny. I asked my kid earlier on what they sang in school and they still sing Shinna Fianna Foyle. Can you sing it for me now? No. Yeah, a wise answer. Uh, Larkin, Larkin Collins from the 1916 Rebellion Walking Tour, uh, finishing that report from our own Henry McKean about Auron. Uh, Naveen, I wonder, do you know the words uh, at home? If not, why not? And what do you make of this suggestion? The suggestion is in the UK, first of all, that it would be played on television every night. Do you think that's a good idea? Would it instill a, a, a sense of a national pride in people or is it just the kind of latest version of jingoism and you know what while you're getting in touch about that on 53106 I wonder if you'll allow me this little indulgence uh, because I, I was hoping some amateur historians might be listening to the show I was listening to Andrea talking about this very issue a little bit earlier uh, on the day on Lunchtime Live and I found myself wondering where do national anthems actually come from? Like, I don't mean where did Aaron Levine come from and who wrote it and how did it become our national anthem, but the idea that your country has its own song. Like, it is kind of weird. We, we all just accept it because we've grown up in that world where every country has a song. But, I mean, your family doesn't have a song or your neighbourhood or your parish or your county or your province or your schools or your company 
but your country has a song. It is it is kind of unusual. I'm sure there's there is a historical reason that we all get up and sing a song to celebrate our country. I'd love if some historian out there could actually answer me that question uh, of a Friday. 53106, if you do know the answer, and if you have a view on whether we should play it at night, uh, whether it would be worthwhile, do you even know the words? Keep those views coming. Like I say, the text number 53106.